2nd, 2018. Welcome to Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast. Get your skis shined up, grab a stick of juicy fucking fruit, the taste is gonna move ya. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. Did you see the royal wedding? I, as a black man... When I saw her hair under that uh, wedding veil, I cried because I saw my hair. (laughs) Gives a shit. I saw on Twitter um, some fucking person tweeted, you know, when I saw Meghan Markle's nappy-ass hair, Underneath that wedding veil, I saw my hair, and I cried. It's like, shut the fuck up. Do you know how sickening it is to think like, oh, wow. Like, people accept black people as human beings, and we'll marry them. Wow, yay. Is this some kind of honor? (laughs) Are you out of your fucking mind? The British Empire... Fucking pillaged, raped, murdered, fucking countless groups of people, different countries, races. They have such a history of murder and conquest. Why would you give a fuck (laughs) that that red-headed ginger snap gives a fuck Enough to be like, oh yeah. Hey, my name's Prince Harry. I fuck black pussy. Oh yay, unity. Hooray for the British Empire. Yay, we're all gonna get together now. <laughs> I don't know, I found it sickening. Not that, like, don't get me wrong, they do take a good picture. Like, I got the picture right in front of me here. Got a fucking picture of the wedding. Oh, look at that. Oh, priceless. Look at her hair. When I see her hair, I see me. (laughs) Look at these losers. Look at you. Never did a day's work in your life. Never going to do a day's work in your life. Look at you. Look at you. Oh, look, little baby millionaires. Oh, wow. I'm so happy for them. (laughs) Boring. But hey, um, I don't know. Congratulations, Meghan Markle. Congratulations, uh, Prince Harry. You have saved another white... You have saved another black woman's soul. Yeah. I mean, I have nothing against interracial marriages and shit and interracial couples, but... um, If you look for validation from somebody else... You're always going to be disappointed, I think, because there's always somebody who's going to want to disrespect you. You can't look for validation from others, you know, like for the black community to be like, oh, wow, look how far the 
times have changed because, um, you know, some monarch, monarchy fucking pedant is going to fuck a black woman. Wow. <clears throat> doesn't mean shit. Who wouldn't fuck a black woman? Are you kidding me? Some of the best looking women on earth. You know? Yeah, go ahead. Fuck one of your flat-ass fucking uh, British, uh, blue-blooded British woman. Please. There's nothing more of a turn-off for me than when I hear a British woman talk. I'm like, get that fucking thing away from me. Oh, hello there. My name is Kristen. Okay, Kristen. Fuck off. Get out. Goodbye. Well, hold on a tizzy, Jonathan. Like, um, you know, like back over in merry old England, we never get any black cock. Well, that's your fucking problem, Kristen. Not interested. Beat it. Anyway. Congratulation to the royal couple. When I saw her hair under that veil, I saw me for the first time. And how far we've come as a race. <clears throat> I don't give a shit. Sickening. Absolutely sickening. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. It's not that sickening. I don't know. I just, I'm so annoyed by race. It's like, you're never off the hook as a black man or a black person. There's always, till the end of time, that's just what we've created. To the end of time. So it's going to be some kind of issue. Maybe not. You know, maybe this is like a step towards, um, I don't know. What would you call it? Multiculturalism? Unity? I don't know. Under like, you know, like, a, I don't know what you would call it. What does it mean? You know, basically what happened was um, the British uh, monarchy, they're starting to, they're like the Catholic Church, they're losing numbers by the day, like by the minute. Like people don't give a fuck about the royals. The fucking British people don't even like those assholes. Like, ah, fuck those clowns. And what they're doing is they're trying to reach out. They're probably, the queen's like, Prince Harry, get in my office. Like, okay, grandmother, I'm Prince Harry. Just Prince Harry? You have to marry a black woman. Otherwise, our legacy is in jeopardy. See? The British monarchy is losing support in droves to all those mongrels who've been coming into our country. And Prince Harry, we need you to marry a black woman in order to preserve some face, so to speak, for the British monarchy. Will you listen to your grandmother, Prince Harry? Okay, grandmother, I'll fuck a black woman. I'm Prince Harry. And that's how it happened. That's exactly how it happened. He doesn't love that bitch. Come on. Let her go, let her go. Now the Quaalude's gonna love me again. Cheating on her left, right, and center. You know those fucking flamboyant uh, aristocratic type flitting about town in their little carriages and their little um, derby wagons and shit. Their long-stemmed cigarettes and their top hats and petticoats and shit. 
Fuck you, Prince Harry. How dare you sully the sanctimony of black pussy with your fucking frazzled red ass. You fucking gap-toothed weirdo. I wouldn't want to have a conversation with you anywhere, on any time, on any subject. You're a fucking idiot. Goddamn goofball. What's your job anyway? You just like go around doing like official duty for your fake made up fucking monarchy, hierarchy, gods in the sky, fucking fairy tale land bullshit you guys created? Oh, I'm a prince. No, you're not. You're some redheaded queer. Tard. <laughs> Congratulations, by the way, Prince Harry. Um. May all your dreams come true. <laughs> God bless you. Keep on rocking in the free world. The Pope. He's been in the news lately. Pope Francis. Apparently, he's making um, progress with the LGBTQT community. Did I say that right? LGBTQT. Lesbian, bisexual. No, lesbian, gay, bisexual. L G lesbian gay whatever it's such a hack premise by now like what are those words even mean? like I mean who knows whatever the LGBTQT community um yeah the Pope Pope Francis came out with some stupid comment like um Domine Domine the gay lords are the ones that are God's children, domine, domine. We must love them even though they are gay. And the gay community is like, oh my God, thank you, Pope Francis. As if we really needed your fucking permission to exist. Thank you. The whole world's gone goddamn mental. You know, just because a fucking prince marries a black woman doesn't mean a goddamn shit. Like James Brown says, when you walk down the street, you're goddamn right I'm somebody. Soul power. I don't need no fucking cuckolded prince to tell me who the fuck I am. Fuck you. And by the way, fucking Pope Francis, suck my dick, you cuckolded fucking pedophile. <laughs> yeah, the Pope's a pedophile, that's right. You know he is. Fucking insane. You see that stupid hat he wears? Like, how the fuck can you dress up to be like the ambassador of a fucking god? How fucking insane is that? You put on your stupid hat that helps you channel your spirit to god? It make no goddamn sense. You don't need anybody to tell you who you are. Alright? Keep on rocking in the free world. Ay, I've been having a hard time lately. <clears throat> Had a rough couple days here. Finally on the mend. Um, check this out. So Friday, if you're new to my podcast, um, it's Jonathan James Ramtran, the podcast, Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast, really. It's a podcast about me, stand-up comedian, Jonathan Ramtran, living in Toronto, Canada. I'm an actor, I'm a comic, I'm an alcoholic. I'm a temporary laborer. On a previous episode, I was talking about one of my temporary labor jobs. Well, I got into a little tizzy with a black truck driver 
because I defended Kanye West when Kanye West went fucking loco, started saying shit like, you know, 400 years of slavery? That was a choice. You know, that ruffled a couple feathers in the black community because, you know, people still look to other people to validate themselves for some stupid fucking reason. But anyway, um, uh, Kanye West made that comment. It was kind of funny and off the cuff to me. And um, this truck driver turns to me, he's like, yo, boy, did you hear what fucking Kanye West said the other day? The man's mental. Yo, like, what the fuck, bro? And I go, well, you know, Kanye's got a point. Like, I've often thought that. Like, how the fuck, for 400 years or so, did we get run like that? Like, how could, like, why was there no pushback? Why was there no, like, why did, why did they wait for fucking, who was it? Abraham Lincoln or Thomas Jefferson or whatever to free the slaves? Like, oh, you didn't, free, like, why? Why didn't they fucking fight back and rebel? But hey, you know what, man? There's a lot of things that are going on there, obviously, that I don't know about. But it was just an interesting thought. I thought about that too before. Like, wow, like how come there was really no major resistance? Like, it just seemed like it happened so seamlessly, right? It seems like they really dominated so seamlessly. It's like they just gave up or something, right? So I obviously know there's a lot of factors to being a slave, you know? There's the physical, the mental, the emotional, spiritual breakdown of a human being in order to dominate them so precisely like the way these people had. But I also think that Kanye had a point. That's all I said. So I go, yeah, you know, Kanye had a point. That's what I said to the truck driver. Truck driver goes, boy, you don't know your history. You don't know shit. You don't know who you are. You don't know where you come from. He starts like yelling at me and shit, like in my face. I'm a 31-year-old man. Don't yell in my face. If you want to talk to me, you can talk to me. But like, don't yell in my face. So like, I kind of backed up while this guy was yelling at me. You don't know this. You don't know that. He's like all up in my face and shit. I just kind of backed up. Made a mental note. Okay. I, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to do, do or be involved with this person in any level. Fuck this person. He's a moron. Yelling in my face and shit. Just because I have a, an opinion. Just because I have a thought. Like, it's an interesting thought. Like, how did that really happen? We all know we were slaves, but how, do, how did it really happen? Right? So then uh, Friday, this past Friday, I go to work, my temporary labor job. That asshole, <clears throat> he's there again, the truck driver, unloading the truck. So, um, <coughs> excuse me. He goes, um, you know, he starts giving me orders and shit. And I always knew this guy was an asshole. He's like one of those people that are like the king of their world. You could see it in his eye. You could see it in the way he dictates shit. There's no fucking fire. There's no fucking... Um, there's no problems anywhere, but he always makes it seem like there is, you know? You gotta do this, you gotta do that, move this box, blah, blah, blah. It's like, buddy, calm down. Like, this is the last, like, I do this job on autopilot. This is the dumbest, like, I did not aspire to move furniture off of a truck. This is something that anybody can do in their sleep. Just because you're a fucking idiot and could never do anything better with your life, and, like, this is how you, like, justify your existence, by being the top truck driver who knows how to unload a truck. Like, that's your fucking delusion. But to me, this is just a shitty temporary job that I do, and I'm basically not paying attention to any of this. Shut the fuck up, get out of my face. 
But um, I don't say that. I just go like, okay, whatever. And like, try to like, you know, be as pleasant as possible. So he starts giving me orders and shit, right? Did you uh, talk to the person inside about this? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, whatever. Let me go check. He gave me some order that I had to go check with uh, the store manager about. So, so I go and I check with the store manager. Store manager says, no, we don't uh, have to do whatever, blah, blah, blah. I come back to the truck driver and I go, uh, yeah, no, we don't. Uh, it doesn't matter. That thing's okay. It doesn't matter. He goes, okay, well, what about this? I'm like, I don't know. Well, I think we should find out. And he's giving me more orders. doesn't matter what the orders are. Like, bottom line, this is his responsibility. I'm not even thinking about it. He's like giving me orders about things that have nothing to do with me. So that's how I filter things in my life. If it has nothing to do with me, I don't think about it. So like, I can't even tell you what he was telling me. All I know is it had nothing to do with me. And I'm wondering why he's telling me, right? So I'm just like, dude, what do you say? He goes, excuse me? Excuse me? And he looks at me, right? He looks at me, and that's when I saw it in his eye. Like, he's really that delusional. He thinks, like, I'm his minion or something, or that I'm there to do his bidding. Like, dude, I'm, I'm a temporary worker. I'm there for myself, bottom line. You're fucking delusional. You're out of place, man. I'm not here for you in the least. Fuck you. Like, everything I do for you is a courtesy, but if you want to be an asshole about it, you can go fuck yourself, right? Again, I got to maintain my zen so I don't say anything, right? I just go, what do you say? And he's like, what? What? Oh, please? I'm like, that's right. There you go. Please. Just say please. Like, why, why do you have to be barking shit at me? Just say please. Then he goes, I can go check for myself if you want. And I go, whatever, bro. Like, now my fangs are coming out, right? It's like I was playing possum with him the whole time. Now he knows he better shut the fuck up when he's... <clears throat> shut the fuck up when you're talking to me. <laughs> but the fangs came out and, um, you know, I kind of set him straight. So that's just, um, I don't know, just a little update on... Uh, for any of you listeners wondering about the saga of the stupid truck driver... Fucking clown ass Uncle Tom. And then, um, what happened next? Um, yeah, so I come home from work on Friday, right? And, um, fuck me, man. Like, I'm feeling real, um, you know, gotta blow off some steam, right? So I go and I work out, um, do some, do some, uh, go for a jog, do some push ups and some sit ups, and then, um, I play some bass guitar, do some writing, and I just kind of wind down the day. Then I wake up on a Saturday morning and I, um, as I'm also an actor, as I've been speaking about on the podcast, I got this audition coming up. So um, I did my actor due diligence and I worked on the audition piece. I, uh, I ran the monologue, I performed the monologue, I rehearsed a couple of different monologues that I have to prepare. So I did that for a bit and then I, I went to go um, get some groceries. This was around two o'clock in the afternoon. I get home from the grocery store around 2.30 in the afternoon, Saturday, and boom, it hits me. I got like a mad fever, fucking headache, aches and pains, pops and whistles. Like my, I'm like, holy shit. So like I just hit the fucking bed, right? I'm like, I got to lay down. 
And then I was in bed for fucking four days straight. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday is today and I'm awake and I'm doing this recording and I'm, I'm just getting over it all, man. But like, fuck, I was in rough shape, man. Cold sweat, headache, you know. Just right turned out, fucked up. And, um, you know, I don't really get sick that often, so it was kind of fucking with me. I had to get some Advil. I don't usually take Advil because, like, um, like I said, I'm a recovering alcoholic. And uh, one year and six months sober, so, like, I don't, I try not to take any prescriptions, you know, like, whether it be over-the-counter or um, prescribed like, I don't like to take any prescriptions. But, like, I'm like, yo, like, this was, like, above and beyond. I was in turmoil. So, like, I, I went and I got a tube of Advil, like a 10-tablet tube of Advil. And uh, you're supposed to take two every four hours, right? So that's what I did. I took two Advils every four hours, finished off the bottle, and I was still fucked. It didn't do anything. Like, it, it helped break the fever, but... um. Fuck, man, I was in rough shape, and I was tossing and turning and having all these real restless um, sleeps, drifting in and out of consciousness. I was watching, like, Sanford and Son. Lamont, you big dummy. I was watching, like, Sanford and Son, Red Fox. I was watching Dateline Mystery. I love that show, you know? 911, what's your emergency? <laughs> 911. Speak to me, please. <sighs> My husband's dead. Now stay on the line, stay on the line. What happened? I shot him. <sighs> Premeditated murder? Or was it an accident? <laughs> Today's 48 hours mystery. You know, man, people are wacky, man. Like, if you ever watch Dateline NBC or, like, 48 Hours Mystery, man, like, fucking men and women killing each other in marriages, all for some petty dollars and cents, man. It's fucked up. It's it's unbelievable to watch these, um, I guess what you would call them, like, um, I guess, yeah, like, um, these journalistic pieces, I guess you'd call them, I don't know. They're not really documentaries, but they're like, uh, you know, like, those uh, Dateline NBC, you know, or like um, 48 Hours, these journal pieces about, um, you know, murder most foul. And it's just unbelievable what people will do. Unbelievable. You know? I saw this one where this, um, you know, this stripper, <laughs> she marries this fucking hotel owner millionaire, this fucking playboy. And um, she winds up murdering him because, um, you know, he was seeking a divorce and the fucking um, $65,000 settlement wasn't enough. She needed more. So she enlisted her brother-in-law or her brother to help murder him and they cut his eyes out. Or like this other one where this lady, she murdered her husband. She injected him with this, um, this um, paralyzing serum because she's a nurse. She injects him with this paralyzing serum and sets the house ablaze. And oh, Jeff's dead. Oh, I love him. Like, it's unbelievable what people will do for money. And how evil people can be. 
And yeah, these people got convicted of it. And um, so I was just laying in bed with the sweats watching people murder each other. <laughs> and I was watching um, Red Fox. Elizabeth! Oh, this is the bad one. I'm coming for you, honey. <clears throat> oh, fuck is he funny, man. Red Fox is the man. Fuck, I hope I could be like that when I'm older as a comedian. Just like, you know, some wacky old man that's funny. And, um, but like as I was writhing in pain, laughing at Red Fox, cringing at the murders of callous men and women for greed, as I was laying there in my fucking cold sweat, it got me thinking, man, like, I'm just back at life, man. Because I was getting real down on myself too, right? I was just like, like, I was like, oh, you're so pathetic. Get up and do something. You know, it's a beautiful weather. It's the long weekend. But, like, I was incapacitated. I was out for the count. Like, I had a headache. I could barely, like, if I were to lift my head, my brain would just fucking writhe and pulsate. Like, I was in fucking deep alert. I was hurting. And I had the cold sweats. And I had, like, um, the fever in and out of hot flashes, cold flashes. You're getting the picture. And, but I was beating myself up. I'm like, I'm wasting time. I should be working on my jokes. I should be playing bass. I should be doing something. I should be enjoying the weather. But I was just really in no shape for any type of um, activities, man. I was out for the count. And, um, but then it got me thinking, you know, it's like when I get back up in shape and when I'm, you know, like I'm feeling better now. Luckily, I don't get too sick that often, and um, I was feeling kind of lousy, run down, rotten, crummy, just lazy, rotten, shiftless. I was feeling that way, obviously, and now that I'm getting back, feeling better, like, you know, like, it just really made me think, like, you can do whatever you want. Like, that's kind of what I was thinking about. I was like, anybody can do whatever they want. Like, whether you're going to be successful or not, that's another thing. But you can literally do whatever you want. That's so fucking inspiring. I'm just like... Because like I said, I was working on my audition piece for this um, audition that I got coming up. And I've been working on my jokes. I've been doing the podcast. But what I really want is to, is to take more ownership in what I do, in my performing. Because I just... I don't have the temperament anymore to lay back and hope for opportunity. I gotta kinda like manifest it myself. And you can literally do whatever you want. Like that's so inspiring and that's kinda what I thought. I was like laying there in bed, I'm like, fuck, I'm sick and I got the sweats and I'm so behind on my shit. And like, you know, I'm feeling lousy, run down, crummy, just a good for nothing, lazy, shiftless, spineless, good for nothing. Just fucking hogwash. Just like calling myself names and shit, you petty loser. And like I'm just laying there in my fucking pain and agony. And then I'm just like, yo, man, you got nothing to worry about. When you get better, you got the fucking world ahead of you. You know? Like just the opportunity to walk down the street, live in your truth. You know? That's such a great feeling. And I want to take the bull by the horns and start like, you know, producing more of my own um, shows. Playing more music. I want to start like hanging out at like um, different open mics for music and just get to jamming with people and stuff and um, really take some ownership in the things that I do in my life because um, 
you know, maybe this will be better said for a different podcast, but I've had a lot of different, um, you know, just briefly, like I've been through a lot of things, you know, and um, a lot of it was my own doing, like with the alcoholism. I mean, that's, you know, that's my fault for letting it get out of control that way. But then there were also a lot of, um, you know, childhood things, family things, relationships that were kind of, um, you know, roadblocks, speed bumps, things that kind of clip my wings. And, you know, that's life. It's convoluted. And, you know, when I was laying there this weekend, just like for four days, I laid in bed just sick. And it just got me thinking, like, you know, like... I got the opportunity now to, to do what I want. And I think everybody does. You literally can do whatever you want. So um, that's really just what I'm going to put forth into the atmosphere. But whatever you do, don't marry a black woman. Mm-hmm, girl. Tell me about this Prince Harry. That nigga, I tell you, I come home from the world wedding. I say, Harry, my feet are hurting something bad. Will you run me a hot tub? And he's just like, oh, well, Megan, dear, like I said, I want to eat my uh, kipper and beans. I'm like, nigga, you don't have no time for no kipper and beans. Run me my bath. And he's all like, but, uh, dear, I want to eat my kipper and herring. And I'm telling you, that nigga is so fucking girlish. I'm telling you, that I need me a real man. I need me some black cock, honey. I don't know. How was that? Was that funny? Or am I just a disgrace to the royal wedding? No wonder I wasn't invited. I should have been invited, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wish I was at the royal wedding. I would have got drunk. <laughs> would have uh, threw away my sobriety just to get drunk and fucking make an asshole of myself. Try to fuck the queen. Do you remember in... Uh... <laughs> Oh, fuck, I love that show. Um, what's it called? Uh, what's that show called? That's the greatest show of all time, almost. It's one of the most funniest shows I've ever seen. The Ali G Show. The Ali G Show. You remember when, uh, well, the movie, the Ali G movie, when he's at the fucking Buckingham Palace or whatever? And I don't know, somehow he trips and he lands on the queen, and as he falls, he accidentally pulls her skirt down, right? And he's face first in her fucking crotch, right? The Queen Elizabeth II. He's face first in her crotch and he goes, Oh my God, a shaven haven. <laughs> a shaven haven. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But hey, you know what I mean? I guess like, um, you know, whatever. God save the queen. It's your old chuckle buddy, guess who? Jonathan James Ramtram reporting live for duty on this May 22nd, 2018. You can do whatever you want. Believe it, realize it, achieve it. Hit me up with some feedback. Static. No, static. Static. Don't start nothing. Oh, be nothing. Hit me up with some static. Hit me up with some feedback. jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. Defend the royal crown, you know? If I was talking some shit that was out of line, let me know. Let me know your feelings on racial diversity and fucking marriage and shit. Let me know about what you think about Pope Francis, that fucking pedophile. 
let me know. jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. God save the queen. God bless the pope. Talk to you guys later. Peace.